0: We've reached the final out. Time now for the BYU Baseball Post Game Show. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Bruvel. BYU takes
1: the opener over Gonzaga, 11-2. And the nightcap six to four doubleheader sweep and series sweep after BYU took the opening game three two yesterday. So Cooks playing some good ball in their home opening weekend. Get all three against their former conference colleagues, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Let's get to our Big O Tires on the Rubber Report post game. Brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. With the on the rubber report, we look at both teams' pitching numbers on the day. We'll start with the visitors. The Gonzaga Bulldogs. Three pitchers combined to go eight innings. They gave up seven hits, six runs, all of them earned, struck out ten wide walked six, one wild pitch, one balk, a hit batsman, 154 pitches thrown. The Zags give up two home runs in game two. BYU pitching in the nightcap. Five pitchers through nine innings, ten hits, four runs, all earned, ten strikeouts, only two walks. So a five-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio, excellent. Two wild pitches, a hit batsman, and 156 pitches thrown for BYU. That's your On the Rubber Report brought to you by Big O Tires. The Cougars, six runs. Seven hits, no errors, and seven left on. Gonzaga, four runs, ten hits, no errors, and eight left on. Those are your final stats brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Some numbers of note for BYU offensively in Game 2. Breaker Herdsman, two for four with a run scored and the game-winning RBIs, two of them coming in the sixth inning. Breiker, the big bat for BYU, taking a 4 4 game to a 6 4 win. Colin Reuter with a 1 for 3 afternoon, a run, and an RBI. Cooper Vest, 2 for 3 with a run and 2 RBI. Cooper Vest had a 2 run home run. Crew Robinson had a solo shot. We'll get to Crew's numbers in a moment. Kohio Aloy one for two. Uh, Brock Watkins zero oh for three with a run scored. There's Crew one for four with a run scored on an RBI and his second home run of the year for BYU. Those are the numbers of note for BYU. All brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Those are your Siegfried and Jensen final stats. Stone Cushing picks up his second save in as many days for BYU. We'll come back with player and coach conversations on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: All right, BYU takes both ends of today's doubleheader. 11-2 and 6-4, your final scores. Cooks sweep the Zags in this doubleheader weekend, home opening weekend for BYU. Trent Pratt still to come on the postgame coverage. We'll get to him momentarily. But now we bring in the guy with uh, back-to-back saves for BYU uh, yesterday and today. Stone Cushing is my guest. Stone, good to have you on. Good to be here. Well, how nice. Uh... A lot, of, a lot of new things happened for BYU. Back-to-back-to-back wins, a doubleheader sweep, a series sweep, and back to 500. This has to feel great for you guys. Oh,
2: yeah, it feels amazing. We weren't feeling very good coming off of our road trip in Arizona and California. Had some things to work out, and I think we came in and just showed the home crowd what we can actually do. So what started clicking for you guys, you think, this weekend? Um, I think we just came together as a group. I mean, guys were hitting the ball all over the park. I mean, we had... I don't know how many hits in the series, but, I mean, we were just smacking the ball over the yard. Pitchers did their job, filled up the zone, didn't walk guys. It was just all around. A good, good team sweep.
1: Okay, and it's always nice to be at home, and even though the home fans were greeted to kind of a, a chilly weather weekend, it turned out well, and the weather held enough for you guys to get all three games in.
2: Good to be playing at home, isn't it? Absolutely. The the home crowd is unreal. It's my first time playing in front of a crowd this big, and it was just, they're, when they're behind you, I mean, the place is rocking. I mean, it's just preseason. I can't wait to see what happens in conference. Tell us about how you got to BYU, your baseball journey to, to Provo. Um, so I all growing up went to the camps i met coach pratt and all the other coaches back in the day at a really young age and my dad has a good relationship with them our families just all have a good relationship and i kept in touch with them as i went to csi and they came and watched me in an inner squad one time and basically just was like all right let's just make this happen and i i wanted to come here at a really young age this has always been the school that i want to play for i want to play at home i live just down the road salem right Yep, yep just salem just down the freeway and, yeah, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. I mean, I've always wanted to play here and then just work hard and make it happen. How's life as a Cougar so far? It's amazing. I love it here. Chemistry on the team, how do you describe it? Phenomenal. I mean, we, we're, all, we're all best friends. We have each other's backs. We hold each other accountable. We give each other support. I mean, it's everything you want in a team.
1: We talked a bit off the air about your roles as a pitcher through your collegiate career. Describe the roles you've occupied and where you kind of sit right now.
2: Um, so I... I've had a lot of roles because, I mean, I was like the closer my freshman year uh, at CSI. But I also was a two-way, so, I mean, I was doing a lot of things. And then my sophomore year, yeah, I started all year. I used pitched game two for us. I would I got to the point where our games were seven innings. I was throwing seven innings a week. And then this summer I, I started a few games. And I came here as a closer, and I think the endurance that I – was able to attain as a starter, helped me with my velocity as a reliever and my fire and everything. So that's pretty much how, how it came. I came in here, pitched pretty well in the fall, and I just felt felt really good about my role. They told me that I was going to be closing games, and so that's just what I'm here to do.
1: Pretty cool to have saves and back-to-back days, right? Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Nice work, and we'll uh, hear from your head coach after this break. Stone, good to speak with you. Good Thank luck you. the rest Thank of the you. way. Appreciate you. Thank you. All really right, Stone Cushing with us. Trent Pratt coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's Let's team up.
0: Now back to the BYU baseball postgame show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougs back to
1: 500, 5-5 on the year after a doubleheader sweep today and a series sweep of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Their former conference colleagues come into and out of Provo, and the Cougs take all three. Head coach of the Cougs, Trent Pratt,
3: joining me on the headset. Coach, congratulations to you and the guys
1: on, on a great day and a great weekend.
3: Yeah, it was good. It was, you know, a couple good wins today. First one we kind of got ahead and ran away with it and then to be behind and keep fighting back and get a big hit at the end is man, this team needs to learn how to win those games. So it was really good. So the first game, the first win today gave you back-to-back wins for the first time this season. Then you
1: add on top of that and go back-to-back-to-back. You get a series sweep as well. And you'd had this pattern of, of, of playing well, winning your first game of a weekend and then not being able to maybe follow it up. But this was a follow-up weekend for you guys.
3: Yeah, it was good. We need that. We need to put a couple of games together. And we played air-free baseball today. First time this the year. First time all year. Yep. And <clears throat> that needs to continue to happen. Um, we're, we're capable of doing that. And we've worked hard at it. So you know we didn't give them anything. If we don't give someone we don't give them free bases and we don't give them runs and man we got a good chance to win. You say it's pretty simple <laughs>
1: about uh you know, you know playing catch and uh, and 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 getting timely hits and throwing strikes and yeah. that's pretty, that was the kind of the equation today for you
3: guys. Yeah, and it's just about putting more balls in play. And we did that today. I mean, Herdsman has a big hit It wasn't like it was a laser off the wall. It was you know, soft contact in the right field and scores two runs and that's all it really takes and so you know, our guys did a good job of, like, staying within themselves today in these two games. Now we need to carry that over and just build off it and keep going.
1: Mixed in some power, though, too. Four home runs mm-hmm. on the day, two solo shots and two two-run blasts. On a day where the wind was prevalent throughout the day, uh, weather-wise and conditions-wise, how do you think you guys handled it? And what was it doing to balls hit to the outfield in the air
2: today?
3: Um, anything anything kind of left was going to go. Yeah. Um, Crew Robinson hit that ball. When it hit, I was like, oh, man, please get out. And he must have hit it as pure as you can hit it, because it cut right through the wind and went a long ways, but every time a ball flies up to, like, left center, you kind of hold your breath, saying, please stay in the park when the wind's blowing like it is today.
1: We talked with Stone Cushing a few moments ago. You kind of sat uh, alongside for his uh, interview. Uh, what he brings to your team in the back end of your bullpen?
3: He, he brings a toughness and some energy. Him and Mason Nelson both, they're kind of... Man, they might have a couple screws loose. <laughs> you know, you see them talking to themselves, but, man, they want the ball all the time, and that's what you need at the back end. You need someone with a little bit of an edge and Somebody has a short memory. I mean, Mason comes in and gives up two hits, and <clears throat> the guy's on second, third, and then he just does what he's done. Um, and so those guys, man, it's great to have them. And like Mason, he can throw every day. Through what, three or four innings yesterday and yeah. comes back and throws yeah. one today. Mm-hmm. So um, that's someone we really count
1: on. Mace got the win for you, I think, yesterday, didn't you? I think he might, might have ended up getting the win in yesterday's game. I want to check on that. I thought I thought in his three innings he might have ended up with – he did get the win yesterday. Yeah. 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 And then uh, it comes in again today for you. I want to back up to game one for a second. Uh, Bryce Robison, um, how would you describe – let, let's say – how would you describe his off-field demeanor? If just a regular day, Bryce. What's he like not not talking game now? Man, he's
3: pretty calm. Kay. Pretty mellow. Right. But he turned on today. And then what do we see today? Well, that's what we need out of him. Um – he pitches better when he's that way. He's a little angry. He has something to prove. And we'd much rather tell someone, hey, calm down, than always trying to kick someone to the butt. And so I was proud of Bryce to come out with the intensity he did like every inning. Yeah. It wasn't like an inning. Some some bad things happened. He was kind of his own worst enemy today. Two runs he gave up where he threw a ball away, A lot of guy gets get to second, you know, and then, hate box and run in. If he takes care of those two things, I mean, we, we have a shutout game one. But we need that out of him to come out with some energy like that and – you know and be a bulldog for us okay maybe a, a a 10 game report card you're five and five right now yeah we're getting better um that's the key and that's what i care about the most is man it last week wasn't very good but we saw good things happen coming home we we cleaned up a lot of things and, and we're getting better and that's kind of what this team with you know having some inexperienced guys that maybe played a lot is just let me know jay just stick with it just continue to keep getting better and and we'll be all right and and that's kind of our focus is get better week by week.
1: I'm not sure how much you were going to shift things around in game two before Chipper got hurt, but he meant that you had to do some
3: things. Uh, first up, what do we know about Chipper right now, Chipper Best? Uh, um, trainer Judd said he, don't think it, he doesn't think it's a, a tear or anything bad. He just thinks it's, man, he just kind of kind of cramped up, like okay. a, maybe a slight strain. He's like, we'll kind of know more tomorrow. Okay. Um, when wakes up tomorrow and see how he can move around. But he said he felt fine moving around just if he wanted to run hard, he kind of felt something tweak a little bit so um but man i mean we have brockman did a great job in, in game two so like we have some more guys that can play over there well yeah and how nice to have guy. i mean
1: you, you make a lot of switches really guys who are outfield come in and and you mm-hmm. move things and and yet you get performances from whoever you put wherever you put them it's nice to have that versatility right now
3: yeah and we you know adam coach Long, coach kuba have done a great job as far as in our practices like guys play over the place i mean luke anderson played a lot of second base last year he takes still takes ground balls every day Cooper plays right. Cooper, you know, can play left. He'll take ground balls at first. Brock's played first. He can play second, third, and short. And so we just want to make sure if something, injuries do happen, that guys have played in those spots. It's not a surprise to him.
1: There was a time when I think Coop was maybe one for 16 at the plate to start things out. That seems like a long time ago. He's just swinging a good bat. He's back to, I mean, it was going to happen well, with him, right? I mean, Well, the thing
3: is, yeah, you look at his average, but if you watch our games, he hit four or five balls on the screws that got caught. And it's like over time, those are going to fall. Like you got to keep hitting the ball hard. And so, I don't think I never I never felt like Cooper's really struggling. You looked at the you know look at his box score, the stat sheet, and his average says it's what it is. But in our mind, that's why he's sitting in the top of the order because he was putting together really good at bats. It just I mean, you can go luck you can get unlucky for a little bit. Okay, so you played the two
1: today, no game tomorrow, so a little extra rest for you to get ready for another uh, another road trip. And this will be a trip that sees you go to Vegas for a game, and then head on the road for your first ever. Big 12 conference games in Morgantown next weekend.
3: Yeah, and, man, I know that's a good team. They have maybe the best player in the country playing shortstop for them. So it's going to be a challenge. Um, so we'll come get a lift tomorrow, get a short practice in, you know, get Sunday off, take care of what you need to do on Sunday and recharge and regroup. And then, man, we're back on the road Monday.
1: You're talking about J.J. Weatherholt, right, for West Virginia? Yes, sir. He's special, isn't
3: he? He's really good, yeah. And now
1: you play a 30-game conference schedule. Going to the Big 12, you gain three conference games. Mm -hmm. You'll now play 10 teams three times, and West Virginia's the first, right? Yep. So... Man, here we go. Here we go. Well, Coach, congrats on the sweep, the series sweep, and getting back to five hundred. and here's to the best of BYU baseball on the road next week. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, Trent Pratt. That is Coach Pratt, and that will do it for BYU baseball. Good long day of baseball for us today. We were on the air at noon, and we're just past 6.30 here, and hope you enjoyed today's doubleheader as BYU takes two from the Zags, 11-2 and 6-4, and the Cougs back to 5-5 five and five on the year. Good times. All right, let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio. We had... Seth Larson and uh, Maya Tippett's work in the board, and uh, Terry South is our coordinating producer. And I think Soraya Ritchie was also involved today somewhere along the way. Uh, thanks to all those folks, along with Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman in operations, Barry Squires and engineers, our engineer. So great work by the crew at BYU Radio. Our appreciation to Duff Tittle and Joseph Helvey of the BYU Baseball communication staff. Appreciation to Coach Pratt, pregame and postgame interviews. Stone Cushing as well joining us postgame. And so for all of those folks, we thank you for tuning in. My name is Greg Rubel saying the Cougs sweep two from the Zags today and take the series take all three games of the series this weekend as well. So BYU on the road, UNLV in West Virginia, Dave McCandle have the radio call for you next week as the Cougs get back out on the road. So for all those folks, my name is once again Greg Rubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.
0: You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Borking, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Cougars Baseball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Thank you for listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio.